Welcome to Worship Weekly. This week, Reverend Jackson speaks to us about Jesus from A to Z. And we'll have music from Miss Gloria singing the old rugged cross. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the symbol of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of loss. says he's from A to Z. He's an Alpha and Omega. Beginning and ending of the Greek alphabet. He's everything. We don't need nothing else. The topic of my message today is there. It's nothing like Jesus. This is a time when Christians all over the world need to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. My Bible tells me in the book of Matthew 1, 21 that a virgin Mary shall conceive a child and they shall call his name Jesus. For he shall deliver us from our sin. I introduce to you and to my best friend, Jesus. Jesus is our highway to holiness. He is our pathway to peace. Jesus is our roadway to righteousness. Jesus is our lawyers and legislators. He is our sidewalk to salvation. In the Bible, Jesus gave us promises from A to Z. High Alpha and Omega. I beginning and the ending of the Greek alphabet. And this is what I'm going to preach on this morning. 
Maybe it'll help somebody out there that needs some help. A, Jesus promised us to ask and we shall receive. Jesus is our answer to prayer. Would you learn to pray about things? Ask God to forgive you. If you got somebody that's crossed up with you, what you need to do is ask them to ask God to, to help you to forgive those people and begin to talk to people. You can do a lot more by praising people than you can chewing them out and cutting them down. So Jesus promised us to ask him we shall receive. That's nothing too big or too little that God don't want to hear. You hear all your little problems and your big problems. What we need to do is ask Jesus about it and let him answer our prayers. B, believe in the Lord and you shall be saved. Jesus is our salvation. If you turn your heart to Jesus and ask him to come in your heart and save you, ask him to forgive you of sins, he'll come in and save you. You believe in the Lord and you shall be saved. B, see, coming to me all you that are laboring and heavy laden, and I'm give you rest. Jesus is rest from hard labor. You can't get any better than Jesus. You let us rest. We thank God for it. Jesus is our love. He wants to help us and will help us. We'll just listen to it. D, delight yourselves in the Lord and He will give you the desires of our heart. Jesus is the center of our joy. We need to delight ourselves in, in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tell people about Jesus. Stand up for Christ. Pass out tracts from your church. Get your hand full of them and give them to different people wherever you go. Let folks know that you love the Lord. Tell God you love him. And ask him to forgive you for not witnessing for him. And begin to start witnessing for him. You see a difference in your life. He, ever perfect gift comes from the Father of lights which there is no turning. Jesus is our salvation. God looked down on humanity one day when he looked down on us old sin-cursed earth and seen that we needed a Savior. The world was in a mess. And he sent his only begotten son to be born of a virgin by the name of Mary. Earthly father was Joseph. Heavenly father was God. And he let him be born and let him grow up around Jerusalem for 33 and a half years. Then he took him he was crucified, was buried, and rose again. And that's our gift from God. He was a perfect gift. He was sinless. He never sinned. Can't say that about ourselves. Everybody sins in one way or another, word, deed, and thought every day. But Jesus didn't sin at all. I want to thank God for a perfect Savior, a perfect gift. Elf, fight the good fight of faith. Jesus is our battle axe to jump off that. Head of Satan. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't let Satan get you down. Don't let Satan mess your testimony up. I went to a funeral of a good friend of mine, preacher. And a woman in his church, he's built a nice church in Monroe, Louisiana. And I've been to it two or three times. Had a pretty good little congregation. Maybe 50, 60, 70 people. And a nice building outside of railroad track was close. And he had a woman in church that would run after him. 
and he fooled around there and messed around with left his wife three times. And the fourth time, his wife told him she didn't want him back. And they got a divorce. He messed up his ministry, messed up his testimony. He started working in another church in West Monroe. And me and Brother Sharp, my pastor, went to see his, went to his funeral. And Brother Sharp told him about the permissive will of God. God let him live long enough to try to straighten his testimony up. He was doing all he could in that other church, teaching Sunday school class, doing a little preaching, knocking doors, telling people about Jesus. But he messed up his testimony. He wasn't a preacher or pastor no more. He wasn't as happy as he used to be. And don't let the devil steal your testimony. Man, listen, since I've been in the ministry 43 years, a little longer than that, I've pastored 43 years. I've been in the ministry for four, four to five, four to six years. Let me tell you something. You've got to watch it yourself. If you don't watch your back, ain't nobody gonna, else going to watch your back. And I was taught by my pastor on going home. A lady by herself, staying on the front porch while people can see you because you can ruin your testimony. And I've been in one home that I can remember. And just before the little girl come home from school, and I just needed him to sit down. And a little girl come in and said, Mama, who's that man? And she said, that's Brother Jackson from Bible Baptist Church. Uh, we went to visit his church, and we're going to start going there. He came over here to see Daddy. And I stayed there a few minutes, and I left. I could have lost my testimony. That, that woman said one thing bad. But thank God she didn't. And I didn't try to do that anymore. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Gee, go. Jesus our gospel message to the world. Filled with bad news. A virus. HIV. Wars and rumors of wars. AIDS. And this Jesus. Go you into all the world. We need to tell people about Jesus. We need to pray for our missionaries. Our missionaries, people go out to other countries preach the gospel, try to get people saved. We need to tell them. We need to go. This what's great about us, we can go. And I want you to know that. We need to go. I'm not a missionary. I'm a pastor. But I try to support missions. Every church I've ever pastored. One church didn't want a missionary. The last church I pastored for about two months. They didn't want missionaries. They didn't want black people in the church. And I told a man that's running that church that he was probably lost, probably to get saved. When you hate black people, somebody because of their color, you can't do that. I got some good black friends and some bad black friends and got the same thing in white people. And so I want you to know that you can't hate people because of their color. So we need to go into all the world. H, how shall we neglect such a great salvation offered to us freely? Jesus is the only Savior that came to bring us salvation. We don't have another Savior. He's not on a cross, nailed to a cross. And Jesus is not there. He's been taken off the cross. I don't worship crosses with the Savior on it, with a figure on it. Well, that's a sinful thing. You ought not do that. He's not dead. 
He's not still on the cross. He come off the cross. He took him off from him and buried him. He rose again the third day. We need to remember that. Anxious, how shall we neglect? Such a great salvation offered us freely. Salvation don't cost us nothing, but it costs God, his only begotten son. And it costs his son, his life. And we need to remember that. It costs him everything. I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Jesus is our strength in the midst of our weakness. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. That's my verse of scripture that God gave me when I got into the ministry because God filled me with the power of God and he wanted me to use that power. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me or I can be all things through Christ which strengthened me. I thank God for that verse of scripture. God has used it. and I've seen other preachers use that same verse of scripture. I've seen some Christians have that same verse of scripture. And we can do all things through Christ's strength to me. There's nothing we can't do without Jesus. J, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is our King, King, and Lord of Lords. He's the same yesterday as he is today, and he'll be forever. Jesus don't change. Thank God for that. He don't change. He loved us, died for us, in his presence. Build us a mansion up in heaven by the street of gold, by the water of life, with 12 fruit trees that we can live on from throughout eternity. And I thank God for that. I want to let him know I love him for it. K, knocking and door shall be opened. Jesus is the open door for the year 2019 of our blessings. And if you'll knock, the door shall be open. Knock. We need to learn how to knock him. He's an open door. And we need to depend on Jesus in 2019. We've got an election coming up in 2020. And they're fighting Donald Trump, President Trump. Worst we've ever seen him fight anybody. And we need to pray for him and ask God to lift him up. That they won't knock his feet out from on him. Give him strength. Give him direction. Hail. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus is our loving Savior. Jesus loved us while we saved us, died for us while we were in our sins. And we need to love one another. Love your neighbors. Don't hate them. Let them know you love them. Go see them, visit them, talk to them sometimes. Him, my God, shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Jesus is our Jehovah, the Lord, our provider. In the midst of our price, he shall supply all our need. Philippians 4, 19, my God shall supply all my need. According to his riches and glory, not according to my riches. Man, listen, he owns everything. There ain't nothing he can't supply. I want you to know that. That Jesus can supply all our needs. And you don't have to worry about it. Oh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Jesus is our heart fixer. And mind regulator. I like that. He's our heart fixes out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaking. And we need to watch in our hearts, keep our hearts clean. Guard our hearts. It's not what goes in the mouth. It's what comes out of your mouth. And I want you to know you need to let God fix your heart. He's our heart fixer. 
in that mind regulate, let him regulate your mind. Not think on bad things. Think on good things. P, preach the word, be in season, out of season. Jesus is the word of God that abided forever. And we need to learn how to preach Jesus. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. And the word was God, the word with God, the word was God. Jesus is the word of God, preach the word. Be in season, out of season. Jesus is the word of God that abided forever. He taught me in Pierre Park the Word of God. I do the work of God. I learned to preach that Word in Junction City. I learned to preach in Pierre Park. Any other place I go, preach the Word of God. It makes some people mad, makes some people glad, makes some people sad. But I want to tell you that for a Christian, it ought to make you happy that somebody will get up and preach the Word of God. From the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. Preach the Word of God. That's what I've always preached. The Word of God in the King James Bible. I'm going to keep preaching it. Because I think that's what God wants us to do. To preach the Word of God. Q. Quit's not the Spirit of God. Jesus is the Holy Spirit power. Abiding inside our soul. And we need not quench the Word of God. The Holy Spirit. He can't use us if we quench Him. And we don't need to quench the Holy Spirit. So watch out what you think. And watch out what you say. And I have to check your heart daily, clean it, make sure it's right. With God. Or repent every one of you and be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank God. When you when I was baptized, I was baptized in the name of the Father. And then the Son and the Holy Spirit. But I had to repent first. I know some churches are baptizing and hopefully you get saved later when you repent. That's backwards according to what scriptures teaches. Scriptures teaches you need to repent, get saved, and then you need to be baptized. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Or the Holy Spirit, same thing. Some people don't believe in the Father, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit, but you're in a mess. You need to read your Bible more. Reading First John, get in there and read it. In the book of First John, Second John, Third John, Fourth John, Fifth John. You need to read them little books. And I'll tell you what, the little chapters. And I'll tell you what, you'll you'll see in that that you got the Trinity. Trinity was in the beginning, always has been, always will be. And I thank God for the Trinity. S. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things shall be added to you. Serve the Lord Jesus Christ like you're supposed to. Don't let somebody knock it. Life out of you. You need to just uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And don't worry about anybody else. God knows what you need. T. Trust in the Lord. T. With all your heart. And learn not unto you. Lean. Not unto your own understanding. Jesus is our only hope. He's our only hope. We're looking for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're a child of God, a Christian today, you're looking for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you hear that trumpet blow, he says, come up here, we're going to ascend up and meet him in the air. Dead in Christ rise first, then we which are alive shall be come to meet him in that clouds. Then he doesn't see the Christ, then we'll go uh, be with him for Seven years during the seven-year tribulation period. 
in heaven, then we'll come back. On earth for a thousand years rule to reign with him. I'm looking forward for all that. So we need to trust the Lord with all your heart and you. Lean not on your own understanding. You upon a rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I'm gonna tell you something, brother and sister Christ. When you pastor a church you need to build it on a rock. I've pastored several churches and built them. Built them up. First little church I had was running about 12 when I took it. When I left it, it was 135. And they didn't want the one God wanted for them. God told me to leave them. And I did. But uh, some of them came with me when I started Bible Baptist Church. And for 14 years, we had great success. When I left that church, I left it with close to 200 people coming to church on Sunday morning. And 100, 150 Sunday night, Wednesday night, we run buses all services, get our crowd back. We've seen people save Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Had a missionary come through one time said, this is, a, I've been all over the country telling people about your church. This is the only church I ever seen with a true bus ministry where you run it Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And he said, I couldn't believe what I seen. W, with God, all things are possible, Jesus, uh, possibilities. With God, all things are possible. You don't have to guess. You can just talk to God. I love to talk to God. I love to talk to Him when I'm going to sleep at night. I lay down. I like to pray to Him, talk to Him. Name as many as people I can. And ask God to be with them. And I have a lot of my prayers answered. I thank God for it. Some of them I'm waiting on to be answered. And I thank God for those. It's in his time, his, his way. X, as if a man be born again, he shall not have see heaven. Jesus is truth and life. X, except a man be born again. And you need to be born again. If you're not born again, you're going to bust hell wide open. I hope and pray to you listening to this that you'll get born again, get saved, and let Jesus come to your heart and save you. Why? You are a peculiar people. You are a chosen generation. Call out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jesus calls us from, from dope to hope, from tradition into the truth. I thank God. I've preached in many churches in 43 years. And I can tell you this, I've been in a lot of dead churches, and you try to preach that word of God. A lot of people can't take the word of God in this day and time. My daughter's going to a church in Eldorado, Arkansas. She called me up Sunday. She said, Daddy, it's the biggest mess right now I've ever seen in my life. Her husband, Johnny, takes up the offering on Sundays, and he got a little girl to take up the offering with him to help him. And some lady caught him at the door, chewed him out about it. He got so mad he walked out of church, got in the car and stayed there until she come out. She said, what in the world happened? What's wrong? And he told us, I'm not going to take up the offer no more. I said, because I got chewed out about letting that little girl come up there. Wasn't nothing wrong. When we built Bible Baptist Church, we had children take up the offers. We had children singing. I have children walk or crawl around 
my pulpit while I was preaching. And I was hoping I had to watch. I hope I didn't step on the little baby. I sometimes I'd have to get a mama to pick her up before I stepped on her. And I we never had no problem with little kids. I thank God for it. Because that's the future tomorrow, them little kids. Get them in church. Get them saved when they're old enough. Send them down to Sunday school class. Teach them and let them be Christians. And they grow up to be great young ladies and men. And that's what we need to work with our children today. Z, Zacharias, come down from that, for salvation from that tree. Jesus is our household salvation today. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart today. This is the day when he sings Zacharias in that tree. He got up while he could talk out to Jesus and see him. I want you to know, if you're in that tree today, you need to come down there and Jesus come in your heart and save you. If you will, he'll save you. There's no doubt about it. In my mind, if you respond to him, that's what you need to do. Respond to him. So if you're listening to me this morning, you need to ask Jesus, if you're not saved, Forgive you of your sins. Ask him to come in your heart and save you right now. If you're saved and you're not going to church, you need to ask God to forgive you. And you need to find your Bible-believing church and stand in the Word of God. And you need to get back to church. Start serving the Lord. Because time's getting close. We're going to go up in the rapture. I'm going to tell you something. You need to be serving God. The devil's got you knocked off your feet. You need to ask God to get you straightened back up. And you need to get back with Jesus if you're saved and you're not serving him. You need to start serving him. I hope I get some response from these messages. I hope some people get saved. I hope some people start going back to church. One lady called my daughter at one back. And she's going went back to church with my daughter. And she said, you know why I went back to church? She says, no, why? She said, what your daddy said to any one of his messages. If you're saved, you need to get back to church. And she said, I got out of conviction. And I started back to church. She won't let you know it. My daughter called me, let me know it. I'm glad these messages are responding to some people. Thank God for one lady calling and said, that message I heard this morning, was the best message that your daddy's ever preached. I love that message. I want you to know I heard it this morning. That was a blessing. The people in California that listened to it told the lady Presbyterian Church, we hear it all in messages that the preacher preaches. This is old time preaching. This is what we used to get that you don't get anymore. And that's a sin and a shame. I've been running around the last few years to six, seven different Baptist churches. And I have yet to hear a preacher preach a whole message on hell Sunday morning, Sunday night or Wednesday night. They just don't preach on hell anymore because they don't want to insult anybody, I guess. But we need to hear about hell. Jesus preached more on hell than he had heaven because he didn't want nobody to go there. Thank you for listening to me. Amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana.
talking to the travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself. <laughs>